0: We have a minute before we start, and uh, maybe we'll get some feedback of um, what you're looking for with this class. This is a Christian meditation class, and if you read the little um, paragraph, there's some typos in it. But we're going to be actually doing a 20-minute exercise of being still and meditating on Jesus. So we're going to be doing that. Um, if you don't want to do that, if you're in the wrong class. You can leave now. Or <laughs> um, what are some uh, reasons why you're interested in Christian meditation or what you might be looking for in this class? Instead of a good nap, uh, because um, two Japanese research scientists actually study um, these these rhythms. You have circadian rhythms, or have ultranian rhythms. Ultranian rhythms happen uh, more frequently. And they study what the breaking part of the day is. You know what time is the most difficult part of the day to get through? Two o'clock. Three o'clock. Three o'clock. Three o'clock. Four o'clock. It's a great time for meditation. Just don't snore. Uh, so what are some of your interests in Christian meditation or things you want to get out of this class? Yes.
1: Learn how to sit still.
0: Okay, very good. Learn how to sit still. That's A very difficult thing to do.
1: Learning how to focus while being still.
0: Learning how to focus while being still, and we'll be doing that. We'll be talking about that. Yes?
1: The Bible talks about meditation, like in the Psalms, but it's not something that I was ever taught how to do in church.
0: Exactly. So it's taught about in the Psalms and throughout scriptures. It's it's from a Hebrew, two words, and and it occurs 58 times in the Bible. And there may be other types of words, such, like meditation, in Colossians 3.16, let the word of Christ dwell in you, richly dwell in you, meditate on it, focus on is another word, meditation is another word for focus and pay atten- you know, focus your attention on it. So, um, but yeah, it's never really taught in churches, but it's throughout scriptures. That's important. <coughs> What's important? To know how to do it. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yes
2: just wanted to kind of come and find out, like, the differences between, like, Buddhist mindfulness meditation, and meditation that I've learned. Right. i kind of was curious if it's just, like, Christian put in front of it,
0: or if mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, different types of practice. Exactly. So, you know, what's the difference between Christ- Christian meditation and other forms of meditation, Buddhist and lot uh, of Transcendental Meditations, New Age Meditation, and um, just to mention all that, since I'm going to do a 20-minute relaxation meditation time, and um, time for discussion, much of this information is in my book. I think the bookstore is almost out of it, but they're not already, but um, they're available here. I just that's all I have left here with me, but I, I gave you flies if you're interested in ordering them. They're only $10 here. I didn't bring any CDs with me. This The 20-minute relaxation meditation thing that we'll be doing is actually the CD. I have it recorded on the CD. I'm going to play that CD for 20 minutes. And, um, and if you want them, you can uh, let me know you can order them. So um, let's begin with a word of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time we have together. We know it's by no accident that we're here now. And Help us, Father, as we've been uh, studying and listening throughout the week about your Holy Spirit, Father, about your presence, about your power. Help us, Father, to experience you now and to bring this with us for the rest of our life, that we may take time out, make time to be with you which is the only way that we can grow more intimate with you, is to spend time with you and to know you through your word and through prayer and meditation and other ways. And help us now, Father, focus on you and grow closer to you and experience your presence and your healing power. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, this is my wife, Cheryl. We met here 14 years ago. And we got married here, not the same day. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> I, um, I was joking, I, I, it, it was. Uh, we didn't know each other, obviously, and I was teaching her class and she was going to come to it, but we still would have known each other. But the stranger, who neither one of us knew, ran into both of us and told each one about the other one. And so by the time she came to my class, we both knew of each other through this lady, the stranger. And the strangest self told the in the class come up and tell him who you are and told me who you expect you know to come into the class. And so when she came to the class, I knew it was her. She didn't know I knew it was her. <laughs> uh, but um, she came up, introduced herself, and um, and then we went to dinner at the cafe there. And, and the next day, I think we played hooky, missed some classes. and <laughs> yeah. And. Um, and I'm passing Stoffer's Chapel. And, um, you yeah, know, we only moved to other two days. And I'm joking. I said, oh, we get married there. And uh, 18 months later, we got married there. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm going to have Charlotte come up. <coughs> and she's going to share a little bit about her ways of how she spends quiet time with Jesus. Because what we're talking about, the Christian meditation is, in my understanding, my Understanding and so forth is a key to intimacy with God, and it was the key of my life forty-one years ago, in nineteen seventy-seven. How I came to know the Lord and become a Christian, and it was through um, the long story short, uh, focusing on some. I only I didn't have a Bible; I only had these little uh, little book of scriptures, and I would just read them every day and meditate on them. I went to a meditation class on campus, and it was a yoga. Buddha-type meditation thing, and I didn't feel comfortable with it even then. And, 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 but I took the principles home to just focus and, and on these scriptures, and that developed a longing, a deeper longing in me for the Word, for knowing God more, and the search for God, and then eventually I became a Christian and so forth. And I realized the importance of that, uh, taking that quiet time out, and, um, because if you want to, the key to intimacy, if you want to become more intimate with somebody, what is, what's needed? you got to spend time with that person. We just came from Greg and Erin Smalley's class, and um, there was a point on there, I was going to mention about about spending time together, but I was going to tell one of the stories and examples they gave. The Cherish List? The Cherish List, oh no, the, the study they just did. They were talking about that study. And um, I forgot what it was, but anyway, you got to spend time with the person. So <laughs> yeah. let me give it to Cheryl. <laughs> I don't a like. No, it's picking okay. up right here.
3: Oh, didn't know I was going to go first, <laughs> um, but I'm glad he mentioned. If he didn't, I would have felt um, the scriptures because um, he didn't become a
0: Christian until you were like eighteen, nineteen. Uh, when I, I got baptized in 1980, when I was 20, the time of my age. <laughs> um, a yeah.
3: So he, um, after, I don't know, sometime during when we met or after we got married, he saw this little book of scriptures, tiny, like an inch tall, inch wide, a little tiny red, and you still have it, a little tiny thing, only maybe he had 10, 15 scriptures in it. That's all he had, he didn't have a Bible. I grew up with a Bible, but here he Bible stories read from my mom. So anyway, I'm starting to get emotional with what I had, but anyway, I think I find it fascinating. Having been um, having the word since a child, to find that tiny little 10-15 scriptures would be so powerful to cause someone to be thirsty to read the Bible and to become a Christian. So I love the details in that story of his, and that's basically what he was doing: meditating on those scriptures. And he'll elaborate into some other types, but. Um, My way of um, meditating on the scriptures, um, probably for about 15, 16 years now, I've been reading through the whole Bible every year, always wanted to do it and failed at every single reading plan that a preacher would ever give us, Um, but the one that actually worked for me, um, and I forget where I heard this idea, was reading Proverbs every day. Uh, Today's, what, the fourth... You know, like, so I'd read Proverbs 4, tomorrow I'll reach Proverbs 5. If I was on vacation or messed up, like this week, I haven't been reading my Bible, I would read, just pick up whatever day that proverb was, corresponding with the calendar, not feel guilty about the days I missed, pick it up because I knew I was going to read it through every month, and I'd pick it up the next month. So that developed, a, you know, within a month or so, I developed a good reading habit. So the same time of day, my favorite, is in the morning, before the events of the day. Come into my world, and you know, so that way I'm centered, you know, and um, have God's perspective for the day. And Proverbs is amazing because you know, talks about. I've used it a lot in sales. You know, I've seen things come to pass that in my sales career, um, but it helps with money, with relationships. It's just an amazing book for young people and, and all of us. I, I still try to incorporate Proverbs every day. That chapter. Um, but, you know, in three chapters a day, you can read the whole Bible in a year. And Anthony, when I met him, then he said, well, you know, you could read the New Testament four times a year if you just read three chapters a day. So there were a couple of times then, uh, so I started doing that, and I made a little spreadsheet, you know, with January 1, 2, 3, and divided it up into, like, three chapters a day to read 15 minutes a day is all it takes. My father, he's 89. He just told me at Christmas that he's now reading the New Testament through every month. So that's a benefit of being retired. Well, actually, he still works in his business, you know, (laughs) mostly part-time. But every month, and he's getting a lot out of it. And I told my girlfriend in California, who actually, we just read the Bible together, and she became a Christian through that. um, I said, it's not like reading a novel. You know, you're going to keep reading you know, keep seeing new things every time, and sure enough, she's read through the Bible once, and now we're getting a little deeper, she's like, I don't remember that, I said, I know, that's going to happen a lot, you know, it still happens to me, I'll see things I didn't see before, so for me, that's my quiet time with God, is every morning, you know, spending 15, 20 minutes um, reading through the Word, and I might be meditating on the Word as I drive, you know, just thinking about something, and um, that I read that morning, and the other thing Anthony wanted me to mention, and um, when I was up in, we were in Pennsylvania. I was in a small ladies' group of businesswomen, about five of us, and um, women of faith. And the leader brought this blessings book idea, you know, like a gratitude journal. But she said every day, and she bought us a little spiral-bound book that you could get like at the dollar store. And um, she gave it to each of us and with a label, blessings book. She said every morning, first thing, write down five blessings you have. So I started doing that and developed that habit. Now it doesn't feel right to not write my blessings in the morning. And, um, and sometimes
0: I'm in there. <laughs> <laughs> On a, a good agree-ish. day. <laughs> i in there, so little by little I'm incorporating it.
3: It's a good idea. <laughs> um, and I'll tell about the cherished list in a minute that we just learned yeah. about because it's yeah. worth repeating. Um, so I write it in a form of a prayer now. I was doing it in that journal, and then I used it up, and now it's on the day one journal online on my iPad. I'll write, Dear Father, thank you for, and it's five things that probably happened the day before, or if there weren't five great things, you know, um, there's always Jesus' love, and God's mercy, and his word, and my husband, and, you know, and all kinds of things to add to the list. Sometimes it's more than five. So I spend at least five minutes doing that. And, uh, but the cherished list, and then I'm going to be done, um, I don't know if it was recorded, I didn't see that it wasn't on the app, but um, Aaron and Greg Smalley did um, a class on marriage. They're actually still doing it. We'd be in it, except for speaking. I mean, <laughs> we'd be still listening. Um, but one of their tools, and Gary, I mean, Greg Smalley is Gary Smalley's son, and Gary Smalley did a ton of things on marriage. So That's That awesome. helped me even when I was single to get a respectable marriage. But the Cherish list is... Um, Oh, if you could tell the story. His dad apparently kept a list of all the things he loved about his mom, it was like hundreds of things. They, they found it later after he died. Mom never knew about it. So About like, his wife, yeah. Until the funeral, his mother didn't even know about this list. But I guess when his dad would get mad at her, he would, and the witnesses said, one thanksgiving he went immediately into his office and was pulling up something son went to make sure he's okay thought he was online he's like looking at this word document that he created and he asked his dad to share with him and it's all these nice things about his mom and he said um something about well, i thought you're mad at mom why are you in here reading these good things and he said i can't stand her but i've learned <laughs> you know that when i go to this list you know it, it really helps me thinking about all the things that i love about her and so um, I'll pass it. So their point was, do it and, and tell you know one or two things to your spouse you know every week. So they were saying share the list because his wife didn't even know. So um, I think that's an awesome idea. And I'm I'm done with my meditation. <laughs> I'm gonna take it
0: so yeah, again, it's all about you know intimacy with God. Right? I think we all want a deeper relationship <laughs> with God and a greater closeness to God. And I remember one time. When I was praying, you know, sometimes usually when we pray we just have a whole list of things you want to ask God or concern about. And I was focusing on his presence and more than his presence. And um, and as I'm focusing on him being there with me, as I'm thinking about this list of all concerns, I was just um, overwhelmed by his presence and can feel his presence that a lot of those things on that list or those concerns were insignificant. Because I I, the greatest goal, and sometimes we miss this, is knowing God. It's just experiencing God. And we do that through his word. and, and But taking that time out to be still and, and know that he's got Psalm 46.10. Everybody know what that is? Be still, be still and know that I am God. And like you mentioned, how easy is it to be still? Mm-hmm. You know, God is saying, just stop all your efforts. Be still, stop, and know. You know, know and more with, more than just a head knowledge, but with a heart knowledge, a head knowledge, a soul knowledge, the word of Yada, um, Yiddish Hebrew word to know and to know him intimately. And that's what Paul's desire was and, and, everyone, and even you know, Jesus with the Father. Many times he had to, and he tells us in Mark 6:31, "Come with me by yourself to a quiet place and get some rest." And that's what we're going to do. We're going to actually do that for 20 minutes um, uh, recorded on the tape. We're just going to spend time with Jesus for 20 minutes. And um, so it's different from other types of meditation. Because in the Bible, as I mentioned, the word, the Hebrew, two words for meditation occurs 58 times in the uh, Bible. And when you read about the different, um, and I'll I'll read some of them, actually. They're in the chapter on meditation and throughout the book. But... um, in Chapter 4 on Biblical Meditation, the all the examples of meditation, you can remember by three W's. It talks about meditating on God's Word. See, so it's different from just clearing your mind or meditating on some guru or doing this. Meditating on God's Word. Um, And the way you can do that is just take, um, like what I do is with Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I use that I like taking naps. Naps are really healthy for you. And when I take a nap, I like it to be somewhat of a spiritual nap. So when I'm lying down, I'll um, quote this psalm to myself and get into that uh, uh, trans-like, you know, meditative uh, mindset on Psalm 23. The thing is, I've done it so many times, I don't usually get past verse (laughs) 1. And I'm out. And then when I wake up, I, I start feeling these spiritual experiences. And if you don't write them down right away, it's like a dream though, you'll forget and it'll go away. But um, that's something I do to meditate on Psalm 23, although I don't get too far. Now, if I um, have trouble sleeping, which I usually never do, I'll quote that Psalm. And um, usually I can't get past once or twice the most sometimes before I just fall asleep. Uh, so that's something, you know, you can memorize Psalm 23 and use that when you go to sleep or take a nap. But so, meditating on God's word, we see throughout the scriptures, also it talks about meditating on his works, his wonderful works, the things he's created, all those things. And then his wonders, what wonderful things he has done in the lives of the people of the Bible, what wonderful things has he done in your life, in other people's lives, to meditate on those. So when you read the scriptures on the word meditate, It focuses on meditating on his word, works, and wonders. That's what we see. Even in the New Testament, where it talks about let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. It's the word of Christ. Meditate the word of Christ. And so um, in the scriptures, in Psalm 119.15, it says, I meditate on your precepts, and I consider your ways. Consider is like another word for meditate. You consider, contemplate, reflect, rehearse, think deeply. Just stop and focus on it. How do we um, be still and and get through the distractions uh, you asked. And one way is if we're focusing and meditating on God's word, works, or wonders, our mind will wander. And it may do it a million times. Don't worry about it. Just bring it back. Bring it back to that word or focusing on Jesus or whatever you are meditating on as far as God's Word, God's wonders, God's works. Bring it back. So, there's, there's no um, wrong way necessarily. And you want to, again, uh, not beat yourself up. Another thing is, if we look at this, uh, well let me read some other scriptures here, books, uh, <coughs> um, on meditating on His Word. And Psalm 19 is, a, is one of the longest uh, chapters of the Bible. It, it's filled with meditating on God's word. I meditate on your precepts, I mention that. I lift up my hands to your commands which I love, and I meditate on your decrees. Also Psalm 119 verse 48. As far as meditating on his works, Psalm 77, I will meditate on all your works, and consider your mighty deeds, and there's more. And then meditating on his wonders, um, Remember the wonders he has done, his miracles and the judgments he pronounced. First Chronicles sixteen twelve, Psalm one o five, and so forth. And there's a lot of others, fifty eight verses. And then Jesus tells us to meditate, as he says in Mark six thirty one. Come with me by yourself to a quiet place and get some rest, and, and basically focus on him. Uh, Jesus himself did this. Matthew eleven twenty eight thirty. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, I will give you rest. And he goes on about that. Uh, Mark 1:35. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, what time is that? These days, six, seven, or whatever. I don't know. Not that early, but uh, very early. Sometimes, very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, went off to a <coughs> solitary place where he prayed. So Jesus had to actually leave the house. Sometimes, that's another thing. Find a quiet place. Think right now in your mind, you know, a quiet place you can go to on a regular basis. Sometimes it may be outside of the house um, to where you can be alone. Uh, you know, like that movie, The Prayer Room. Um, is that the name of that movie? War room. war room. Yeah, but it was a prayer room, but the war room. So um, think of that as an example of a place to go. And there's many other examples that Jesus uh, dismissed the crowd and went off to himself by, by uh, to a quiet place. Um, the story I always like that relates to this need is actually Jesus says there's only one thing needed. Do you remember when Jesus said there's only one thing needed? If Jesus says there's only one thing needed, you think that would be an important thing to know? <laughs> Anybody know what that is?
2: He was talking to Martha yes. about Mary listening to him. Very good.
0: Yeah, in Luke chapter 10 If you look at Luke chapter 10, verses 38 and following, you know the story, Uh, the disciples and Jesus come to Martha and Mary's house. And what is Martha doing? Busy, preparing things. What is Mary doing? Sitting at the feet. What? Listening. Listening, it's very difficult to listen, right? And so, and Martha gets upset, right? And, And says to Jesus, you know, Jesus, tell my sister Mary to help me, right? And what does Jesus say? Turns to Mary, get up, you lazy thing, and help your sister, right? Is that what he said? She's chosen the better. Thing. She chose yeah, chosen the better thing. And she, he goes, Martha, Martha. There are only three times in the Bible that Jesus calls somebody by name twice, a human person, and usually it's not a good uh, <laughs> experience. Uh, it's not for praise. Uh, he says, Martha, Martha, what are the other two times he called someone by name twice? Peter. Peter, yeah. Simon, Simon, Satan wished to sift you as wheat, but I prayed for you. That your faith would not fail. In, in Luke twenty two thirty one, Simon, Simon, Simon. You know, I prayed for you. Satan wishes to sift you as wheat. And who's the other one? Famous one. He called by name twice.
1: The cross
0: yeah, but which, what other human, on the road to Damascus, yeah. Saul, Saul. Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me in Acts 9-4? Uh, and both Peter and Saul were running and, in the wrong direction, and, and, and Jesus had to stop them. Just like Martha, Martha uh, was going the wrong direction, had the wrong priorities, not that doing things and preparing things was wrong. Um, I think if you do what Mary does you'll be able to be more effective in uh, doing work and a lot more work. So, he says, Martha, Martha, what? What does he rebuke her about? You are worried and distracted by many, by many things. And that's, then he says, but only one thing is needed. And Mary is doing it. Imagine that. And, and what is Mary doing? Sitting there listening to Jesus. And so that's very difficult. It's a very difficult spiritual discipline to develop. And so that's one of the spiritual disciplines, Christian meditation. It goes along with solitude and prayer. And being a discipline, what does that mean? It, it, it takes time and work to discipline yourself. and takes practice. So let's go ahead and um, I'll play the tape for 20 minutes. And 20 minutes is, a, is a, an ideal time, just even scientifically and biologically. And I was right about that. All those things are referred to, the old trading rhythms. Every 90 to 120 minutes, we go into a low energy period and that low energy period is natural, that's a time when it's hard to stay awake, your mind drifts, you feel sleepy, you can't focus, you know, sort of like now. And, uh, and this is the worst, this is the breaking part of the day on top of it. Uh, that's it's fun. Friday. And it's Friday. And it's the last class of the lectureship. So hopefully we'll be filled by the Spirit and revived um, with this quiet time with Jesus, but it's amazing what uh, what God's Spirit does when you do spend time with Jesus like this. Um, So these rhythms, every 90 to 120 minutes we go into a low energy period and the body and the mind want to go inward to replenish, like recharge. You know like your battery's growing weak and you want to recharge. You know how long biologically it takes for your body if you do it, if you honor those ultradian rhythms and honor, and it happens every hour and a half or so, and, and it takes, uh, how long does it take, do you think, the body to restore that energy? How many minutes? 20,
1: 20. 20
0: minutes. 20 minutes. 20, towards 20, minutes. Yeah, 20. <laughs> 20 minutes. 20 minutes is like a universal number for many things. How long does it take for your body to register that you're full when you start eating? 20 minutes. 20 minutes. How long, how, how much do we eat? How long did it take us to really eat? You twice, three times as much, maybe 10 minutes. That's why it says eat slow, as well as, that's why um, science says we should eat every two hours, or six meals a day. Uh, so if you follow a, a biological um, design, every two hours, every hour and a half, two hours, you should eat something. That's when you need to use the restroom, that's when you get tired and yawn, and uh, you know, it's, it's just natural. And, um, and we push ourselves through that and have all these other problems. So, uh, as much as you can, take those breaks. You may not have a 20 minute time to take a break, even if you take five minutes and uh, relax, that helps. So let's, um, any quick questions before we play this, uh, before we go into a, a trance? Yeah, you, know, you remember Peter, on the housetop of Simon Tanner's roof, he was praying, and what does it say in Acts 10? He went into a trance, uh, so. That's a focused attention and again it's different from any other type of new age meditation or whatever, because it's we're focusing on God you feel with his spirit and his presence and just getting to know him more focusing on his word so on a CD what I'm going to do is I go through I take you through fields of colors in the sense of realizing God's creation so that's meditating on God's works he created the different colors the different fields so you're going through God's creation and um, the other thing, so I don't forget, that you may have all different experiences. And also a warning is that um, sometimes this could be more troubling. Sometimes you may feel really uncomfortable. You know, some people have all different experiences. My thought is that, you know, it's it's bringing things up and you just give it to God. It may be uncomfortable. It may be wonderful. And you can have all different experiences, so you can't compare one with another. You just um, go through it. But you always, you know, Give everything to God, and um, uh, and so you're going through the fields of colors, God's creation, and then you're going to be, you know be in the presence of God, I'll be speaking you know, as Jesus is speaking, so to speak, and, and you know according to some scriptures, and Jesus is talking to you. So, um, uh, and the tape will describe some instructions um, because it's important to realize some of that. So, um, any questions? before we play the tape for 20 minutes. So get in a comfortable position um, and uh, don't fall out of your chair.
2: <laughs> and, and, uh, yeah <laughs>
0: Okay. and I'll adjust the volume here.
2: Yeah, get everyone
0: get comfortable. <laughs> Drink a water. Um, Are all your cell phones quieted? Okay. Thank you for taking this time out to be with God personally. Side one of this tape is best done while trying to stay awake. Side two is for going to sleep where you can lie down. So for the next 20 minutes, here are some tips to get the most from this experience with God. First, find a quiet place to listen to this tape and relax. Do not listen to this tape while driving or while in any other potentially dangerous place where you might fall asleep, including the bathtub. Make sure you won't be disturbed for 20 to 30 minutes. Have a notebook and pen handy. Begin by sitting down in a chair with your back straight Uncross your arms and your legs. Focus your breathing on taking deep breaths now. Take a slow, deep breath all the way into the bottom of your stomach, expanding it, and slowly exhale. And just listen to the tape as you take this time out to be with God personally. Don't try to force anything. As other thoughts come into your mind, just go back to the tape and just let go and let God. Jesus says, come with me by yourself to a quiet place and get some rest in Mark 6 31. Jesus knew the need for solitude and meditation. Jesus himself needed rest and to be recharged. Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. This helped him to keep his focus on what was vital and eternal while taking care of daily business on earth. King David says, Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. God says in Psalm 46.10, Be still and know that I am God. Let us now take this time to give to God, to just be still before him, to meditate on his promises, on his blessings, on his creation. As you take a deep breath, just continue to relax as you scoot up against the back of the seat, your hands comfortably in your lap. yourself to be calm and relaxed feeling an excitement of experiencing god's beautiful creation now imagine yourself in a field of red which god has created run through the field of red see the red flowers the cardinals and just experience the color red and all that God has created that is red in the beautiful field exhibiting His glory. Then go into a field of orange. Allow yourself to experience orange. See the oranges that God has created See the orange flowers that are beautiful that God has also made for you to enjoy. Allow yourself to experience the field of orange. Allow yourself to smell the orange. What does it taste like? What does it feel like? Use all your senses to enjoy fully what God has created around you. Now imagine yourself in a field of yellow. See the yellow flowers, see the daisies and daffodils, see the yellow birds, totally experience the yellow. What does it look like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? Immerse yourself in yellow. Into a field of green. Experience the incredible number of shades of green. Let the green surround you. Experience the field of green that God has created. Imagine yourself in a field of blue, sky blue. Allow yourself to relax in the blue, see the beautiful blue flowers, breathe in the blueness, smell the blue flowers, experience what blue feels like as you enjoy the vast creation of God around you. now as you're walking through the field you notice you're on a path that leads into a forest you see a bright light coming from the forest a white light a bright white light as you walk toward the light you come across a clearing as you come up to the clearing, there's a pond. And by the pond is your favorite tree. And you see the white light is coming from Jesus. Let yourself sit by the tree where Jesus is. And think about being in the presence of God. Think about being spiritually recharged and renewed Now there is Jesus sitting next to you by the tree. Allow yourself to feel the loving and caring presence of Jesus surround you. You are sitting there together with Jesus, looking into the pond. Together you look at the clear, still water. You can feel the warmth of Jesus and his care and love for you. You sit very still, you may want to say something or do something or other thoughts might come into your head, but Jesus says, be still my child, be still, do not fear, be at peace my child, I will take care of you, do not be afraid sit still, and know that I am God. Jesus comforts you as you sit, as you stare into the clear pond, and see the reflection of you and Jesus. Jesus wants to provide for you. He wants to heal you of any hurt, of any pain, of any troubles, of your worries, your concerns, your loneliness. He wants you free of all anxieties. Just feel His powerful love now. Feel the warmth throughout your body of His love and the brightness of His glory. Jesus is holding you now. He is holding you as you are still and silent. And just listening to Jesus. Let Jesus into your heart. Let him lead you. Let him give you peace. Relax in his safe, secure comfort. Let Jesus touch your heart. As you just listen to the words of God. The Lord gives strength to his people. The Lord blesses his people with peace. This is a resting place. Let the weary rest. The fruit of righteousness will be peace. The effect of righteousness will be quietness and confidence forever. Peace I leave you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace in this world you will have trouble but take heart I have overcome the world therefore since we have been justified through faith we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way for Jesus is with you just sit in silence and be still before the Lord Jesus he says to you relax 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 be still my child and be at peace I care for you and love you. You're in my heart. You are so very special to me and unique. I've given my life for you because I want you to have a full and complete life with me here and most of all in heaven. I have prepared a beautiful place for you And for now, I will take care of you. I will be with you wherever you go to help you, to guide you. Just be still and hear my voice. Sometimes you need to be very quiet and still to hear my words. My words are life. And I came to give you life. life abundantly you are my child please ask of me anything nothing is too small or too big you can ask me now and I will hear your prayer and answer in my name that will bring glory to my Father in heaven To in me because I care for you take my hand and feel the scars they are scars of my love for you it is by my wounds you have been healed my love for you is great I will always love you and care for you Nothing you have ever done or are doing or will do can ever change my love for you. I love you no matter what. That can never change. So please don't leave me. Stay close to me at all times so I can take care of you and heal your pain and hurt and loneliness be your friend. My love for you is greater than anything. So let's enjoy this quiet time together. This quiet, still time is precious. Relax in my comfort and love and feel the warm peace throughout your body now. Relax in the safety and security of Jesus. Just stare into the clear water and see your reflection with Jesus by your side, with Jesus holding you and comforting you. Be still, be silent, and let his love fill your whole body, soul, and mind. So that you become filled with His love to share with others. Because Jesus and His love is in you. Like streams of running water, living water welling up inside and overflowing. Relax with Jesus. Relax, relax, relax. Feel the comfort, the warmth, the peace, the love, the protection, and safety, and security. Be still and silent, and let God speak to your heart now. God has demonstrated his love to you by sending his son Jesus to give you his very own life for you. What do you want to do for Jesus? How do you want to use your life for Jesus? What do you want to say to him now? Go ahead, take a moment now to speak to Jesus. Tell him anything you want. Tell him your sins. Tell him your love for him. Tell him how much you appreciate him. How great he is. Your need for forgiveness. And your need to forgive others. You might be hurting how you need the loving, healing power of Jesus to heal you. And pray for any concerns you might have for friends and family members who might be lost and need salvation. Thank him for all your blessings, how he has provided for you, how he loves you unconditionally and how he is preparing a place in heaven for you thank him praise him and worship him now to leave the forest, you know that Jesus is always with you. Jesus lives inside of you. He is always with you wherever you go. As you begin to leave the forest, Jesus becomes a shining warm light inside of you. You begin to walk out of the forest along the path. You come out of the forest, shining with the love of Christ, as Jesus continues to be with you, wherever you go. And as you come out of the forest, shining with the love of Christ, people can see your radiant face and know that you have been with Jesus. Let people see, the light that is in you and how you have been with Jesus. Now you can slowly and gradually come back to this room feeling renewed in Christ. Slowly and gradually come back to the room where you're sitting. And as you slowly and gradually come back and slowly and gradually open your eyes when you're ready. Listen to the scriptures concerning the light of God. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai, he was not aware that his face was radiant because he had spoken with the Lord. Jesus says, you are the light of the world. Let your light shine before all people so that they may see your good deeds, your good life, and praise your Father in heaven because you belong to God. And when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, They were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus and we who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory are being transformed into his likeness with ever-increasing glory which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit and now you can come to fully awake and alert and enjoy that time you had with God. You may write down any inspirations, convictions, feelings, thoughts at this time while they are fresh on your heart and mind so that you can look back at the writings for healing and for renewal. So continue to enjoy the rest of the day And continue to practice this every day to take time out for God who renews and restores take time out to be personal with God and to have a intimate relationship with him being transformed while being still and quiet and knowing that he is God in his presence may God bless you all right <laughs> so we have about 10 minutes to uh share any experiences thoughts questions comments can stay the rest of the <laughs> <laughs> cheryl
3: My, actually, and i was thinking i looked at the first chapter of ephesians before we started and i'm thinking couldn't we just uh also one way of one method um just Play our Bible app, play whatever passage of scripture we want. Like, can, yeah, they can just play Ephesians, maybe you could get through four chapters in 20 minutes, yeah, depending on how fast it's That's a
0: good point. So, um, as we mentioned, uh, throughout the scriptures, we see the word meditation, meditating on his word, his works, his wonders. So, there are many ways you can meditate on his word wandered, wanders, you know, in a forest, taking a walk along the beach. Um, the key, and again, that distinguishes Christian meditation from all others, is our focus, our object. Meditation means a focus on some object. Our object is God. And so, um, and that's a great, yeah, to the scriptures. And, and that helps when we have something like that, because when our mind wanders, I'm sure your mind keep on going all over the place, drifting here, there, and, and yeah, I mean, that's natural. Um, we have something to bring it back to and that's the that discipline to keep on bringing it back to God, his word his words, so his wonders um, so yeah and whatever other way you can find to spend time alone with Jesus um, what else uh, what you experience I like the imagery kind of sitting with Jesus by the fire. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Seeing the reflection of both of you, seeing mm-hmm. clearly. Okay. I really think it's a good time to, to think about others, though. I mean, mm-hmm. When I think about Jesus, I think about how he was always thinking about others and right. not himself. So uh, Taking that time to be with him, but the first thing
0: do when we're with Him is to focus our attention on other mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and it all goes together. Because what is the, the greatest commandment? To love the Lord your God with all your heart soul. And what is the second? To love your neighbor as yourself. So, uh, and again, we have to first love God and be connected with Him, and that's going to naturally be. Uh, and, and, and in this tape, I mentioned to take time out to you know pray any concerns or family members or others that may be lost. And uh, yeah,
3: what's the difference in what we did and what's contemplative prayer is it all kind of the
0: same Um, in in a sense contemplative prayer is more um, taking a piece of scripture to say or a phrase and just focusing on that so it's actually um, it's not as much you know so to speak so it's more focused on something small sort of thing and, um, and to do that for 20 minutes and still. So uh, you know, it sometimes takes a little more focus and, and practice with that. But it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's still similar, the same thing. Any other experiences? With, any uh, experience you want to share? Yes. I felt, um, I started to feel guilt when my mind left. I mean, I was sitting right there with Jesus. In my mm-hmm. mind, so I found the scripture, Lord, help my unbelief because I felt like I was being unfaithful mm-hmm. by not staying right there. Okay, and that's a good point. So again, you, you, um, that's gonna be a natural thing. Jesus understands, but um, that's why we have, you I know, did this so you can keep on bringing your mind back. So you don't have to feel guilty. You can realize that's a common thing. A mind's gonna drift. And um, even when we're praying, Uh, We could be praying on mind drifts all over the place and then we forget what we're doing. And the mind drifts, you know, we're praying, oh, I gotta go to the store, I gotta do this, and what was I doing? Oh yeah, I was praying, you know? And uh, that's why, uh, you know, if you write your prayers down, it helps because then you can focus on those prayers and go back, but yeah, I mean, we're gonna get distracted. We're gonna be praying at night, we're gonna fall asleep. Um, You know, but what better way to fall asleep than praying to God, so. But you don't know, feel guilty. And, and another thing is you got to give yourself permission to take time out and hopefully you realize the need and, what, and that's what God wants to do, take this time out to be with him. Uh, that's vital. What other experience what, what would you say has been like the benefit to you personally in engage in this practice? Well, How, what difference have you kind of felt or got the sense of in terms of practical? You know, yeah, closer. Uh, closest to Jesus even from the very beginning. I can start there in 1977 78 when I had those scriptures and um, because I was searching I had a wild teenage life and all that and, and I got to the point where it was all empty meaningless and I wanted something better and I searched and I knew, about, you know, I knew God, I knew Jesus but I didn't really know how to uh, really connect with him and I got those scriptures. So what that did for me was really drove me closer to God and, and um, feel connected to God. So it gives me a greater peace, it makes my faith more real. Um, and um, yeah, and then build closeness to God and a desire for his word, which then the more I'm in his word. So when, you know, I'm not always uh, good with this and when I do neglect this or not in his word, I feel my faith becomes weaker. So the difference is my faith. Uh, when I do this, and the more I do this, the stronger my faith is and the stronger I feel the presence of God and the and, and, uh, spirit. And the, the less I do it, um, the more the flesh gets in the way and, um, and, and doubt and, and my faith. Is so that's the difference of uh, a strong faith and a weaker faith and all that comes with that.
2: Phil, just kind of the, you know, there's there's things that, you know, it's one we think of, we already do that yeah. Um, aware that, but there's there's that that need to be kind of affirmed or reminded in those things, and you know when I do stuff like do stuff like this, you know even sometimes and sitting down, you know preparing a lesson and all this kind of things, kind of taking a step back and uh, you know maybe reflecting on those things. I, in in my mind uh, as we're kind of as we going through this, I was thinking about you know in Exodus 14, you know before they cross the Jordan. He says, the Lord will fight for you. You just need to be silent. Yes. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and so before they're, before he tells them to go, mm-hmm. he says, stop and listen. Yeah. And yeah. To, be, to be reminded of those things. And we know that, we know that God is, is going to fight for us and we know that, and, but also to be reminded that in the midst of our presence and mm-hmm. doing that, yeah. and experiencing that, it's, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of what I, what I was, when, when my mind drifted. <laughs> right? right. No, that's good. And yeah. uh,
0: that's what I, what I went to. You know, exactly. Started. Because it is, we know this, it's a simple thing but hard to do. But we need to be reminded. Because a lot of times we'll, we'll go forth in things and, and struggles and then we'll
2: pray. stop and pray. Wait, wait, you exactly. know, I know you know these things, but it doesn't hurt for you to Yeah, I need to be of these <laughs> things, yes. I was thinking of my own, uh, I usually use a prayer word, but I really like the idea of going out the slow walk through the field and meeting Jesus out there. That also could be a naturally way of doing intercessory prayer for others because you might meet Jesus at the end of the This person, this person, out not there. It was just kind of struck me as it would be a neat way to kind of slowly move into rather than yeah. rushing into intercessory prayer. Right. Uh, that could be a good way to do that. Right, exactly. Right. I first learned
1: about meditation. I became, became a massage therapist and had to take a meditation mm-hmm. class. And one of the homeworks was to meditate for five minutes for five weeks, and then they did oh, yeah, ten and twenty right. and that right. kind of thing. And so that was good, but I was also a mother of three, and so to get five minutes yeah. alone, I would slide outside my bed and try mm-hmm. to hide beside the you know beside <laughs> my bed to get yeah. that five minutes, yeah. so I could accomplish my homework. Right. And so you know. I, that was kind of the introduction for me. And as I've gone on, my children are older and so I do have a little bit more quiet time, but still that you know, you yeah. still in the bathroom yeah. by yourself, either kind of thing. Right. And so um, what I've learned is I sometimes it's intentional and I find a scripture that I want to read and I read it over and over, and other times it's you know, open up the book, God, what what do I need right. to what do I need to learn today? And what I do is I find that scripture and then I start drawing about that scripture. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure many of you have seen the journaling Bibles. And so for me, I had a journaling Bible in front of me, and then I, I draw in that. And so, you know, I never get a picture done before I'm interrupted. And so I go, do what I need to, and I can come back, and I can reread that scripture, and I can continue my drawing where I was. And I think if, with a meditation, it's important to adapt it to your life right. because we are all different. Right. And we all have, you know, three kids, no kids. Exactly. You, to, you know, to, your your whole neighborhood, your kids, kind of thing. Um, and so, by adapting it to your way of life and to find where your focus is to bring it back to God, you know, whether it's coloring, whether it's that's right, um, yeah. you know, the word that you're talking yeah. about, whether you know, whatever it is, yeah. you can bring it back.
0: So that that way the you're thing. comfortable Right. And able to yeah. So that's right. So there's no, you know, right or wrong way. There's different ways. You have to find what is works best for you just to do it. Like Mary and Martha. You know, the principle there is to number one, make a deliberate decision now that you're gonna, you know, have quiet time with Jesus. And then Mary's sad was position on, you know, where you got to do it, and then um, how you're gonna do it, and that may grow it. So um, I'll stay around, but we'll dismiss. Uh, God bless you all. I hope uh, you continue your intimacy with God. Thank Thank you.